Carrie. What? what? This film made $800 million. I know! Can you imagine? I know, it's friggin' wild. This is the sequel to beat all sequels. <laughs> I, I'm so excited. Oh, my God. I'm so incredibly excited. What a great way to start it out. I'm so excited. You want to get to it? Let's do it. Welcome back to Kicking and Streaming, where you still look like an ass to me. I'm Carrie. I'm Ross. This week, we are covering the 2004 animated DreamWorks classic sequel, Shrek 2. Shrek 2, guys. Oh, my God. Guys, we covered Shrek as our third episode. Yeah, that was like three years ago. Our third, epi- our third episode ever, and it sounds really bad. Oh, it sounds bad. And we didn't have a setup yet, so we're like not as like on it, you know? And like, like the format doesn't even resemble what it does today. We're just talking. Oh, it's big cringe. <laughs> I-, I love it, though. It's like looking at pictures of myself in high school. I don't like it. We're semi-animated, but we didn't know what we were doing yet. <laughs> we still don't. <laughs> Before we get started, don't forget, go follow us on Twitter at Kick and Stream. K-I-C-K-N-S-T-R-E-A-M. You can write the show at Kicking and Streaming Podcast at gmail.com. That's with an and, not an ampersand. And don't forget, folks, please be practicing the three R's in 2022. Rate, review, and retweet. Rate, review, and retweet, folks. We want everyone to come join this little watch party. Every review counts, guys, whether it be good or bad. We need the reviews. We need the traction. <laughs> and the feedback. Put us in the algorithm. (laughs) (laughs) And guys, if you're not normally a non-movie coverage listener, last week in High From Hiatus, we announced a Patreon. That's right, that's right. I'm going to be dropping the link to that in the description for $5 a month. You guys are going to get access to all of our bonus content. We are promising at least two posts a month Mm -hmm. for just $5 that gives you access to things like bonus outtakes. We're reviving bonus outtakes. I'm excited. Yeah, I know you are. Back by Ross's popular demand. Absolutely. The outtakes. And all of our extra bonus features. Sometimes we're going to play games. Sometimes we're going to cover uh, film franchises. Sometimes we got special episodes coming at you. Sometimes you got special episodes. Sometimes we'll cover movies that are outside of the timeline. Yeah. Like, there's going to be so much coming up on that. And if you guys would consider supporting us for $5 a month, God, I know times are tough, but we would consider it a great honor. And you know what? If you need every single cent of that $5, we don't blame you. No, I get get it. We don't blame you. I get it. Dearest Fiona, please join us for a royal ball in honor of your marriage. We can't wait to meet your uh, Prince Charming. Love, Mom and Dad. Royal Ball? We're not going. What? I told you coming here was a bad idea. They're my parents. Hello, they locked you in a tower. Wasn't she supposed to kiss Prince Charming and break the spell? I'd like to know how you can get any worse. Excuse me, I need to have an ogre taken care of. There's only one fella can handle a job like that. <laughs> Pray for mercy from... A bullet. Look out, Shrek! He got a piece! Uh, 
Devil. That is nasty. This summer. Oh, Shrek, don't worry. Things just seem bad because it's dark and rainy and Fiona's father hired a sleazy hitman wacky. DreamWorks Pictures presents Mike Myers. Oh, let's keep him. Say what? Come on, donkey. Look at him in his wee little boots. Oh. Eddie Murphy. I'm melting! I'm melting! Cameron Diaz. Shrek? And Antonio Banderas. For you, baby, I could be. Shrek 2. Happily Ever After Potion. Give me that bottle. Donkey, you're a dying baby! Hey now, you're an so guys, you remember Shrek. He's an ogre. Yes. People sexualize him on the internet. <laughs> or make horrifying uh, YouTube videos out of him. In our first DreamWorks animated installment, we follow the story of Shrek, an ogre who just wants to live in his swamp and... <laughs> scare people who are afraid of him. Yeah, he, he's he's prejudiced against. Absolutely. Or people are prejudiced against him? That's what I meant. People are prejudiced against him for being green and for being ogre and yeah. whatever. People hate him because he's different. <laughs> and you know, he gets through his whole wacky, whimsical adventure with a talking donkey named Donkey. <laughs> he gets the hand of a beautiful princess who loves him just for who he is. Yeah, and she's also an ogress, remember? Indeed. Like, she, like, turned into an ogress at night when the sun went down. The term ogress. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's what it is. All right, absolutely. Yeah. So they ended up, at the end of the movie, just being in love together and green. It's beautiful. It, it was actually beautiful. Yeah. Like, it, 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 it was a really good time. We talked a lot in that episode about how, you know, true love is not supposed to be perfect. Yes. True love is not supposed to be, like, a fairy tale. No. Like, you know, sometimes the best love is imperfect love. That's right. And, you know, we shouldn't love each other for our looks. We should love each other for our hearts. It was a beautiful little movie when we were kids. Indeed. But, you know, obviously, there's what? Five? I, I don't remember. There's four or five of them now. There's too many. I know that. You know that Shrek is old enough to drink this year. I know. Isn't that insane? If you're just talking about the movies, yeah. That's that's so wild. But of course, all of the films are based on this <laughs> on this little book by William Steig called Shrek. And that this book is an acid trip. <laughs> I talked about this when we first covered this. It is an absolute bonkers thing. You just go, just Google image panels from Shrek. Like, what is going on? I can't tell you. <laughs> and the things this ogre says to people, I'm just like, he's an asshole. Like, <laughs> I love that they took it in a different direction. <laughs> I know, right? We have a lot of lovely people returning with us. Oh, yeah. I like that we started this year with a sequel. I know. Because it's... this is quite literally the best sequel yeah. there ever was. <laughs> and some people like this movie more than Shrek. Oh no, I This wa- movie made more money than Shrek. $800 million. $800 million. That may be one of the largest figures we've ever thrown out on this show. I can't even... I just... <laughs> I can't. It was a phenomenon. It was. And here's the thing. Shrek just is one of those franchises that manages to stay winning. I know. I mean, it does get cringe after a while, but like, (laughs) listen to me. 
<laughs> After a while. After <laughs> Well, they made these movies for like 10 years. I know. Which is insane to think about. Well, if you made $800 million off a single picture, you'd want to do it again. But like, yeah, I've seen this one more than I've seen the original. Same. Like, Same. It's just so wack. I know. It, it's, it's, really, it's just a great film. And it builds so wonderfully on the first film. Indeed. Well, you know, it is a little bit of a, um, uh, it is a little bit of Return of the Jedi vibes. <laughs> you know, we're basically doing the same thing. I mean, a little bit, but yeah. Like... <laughs> but, like, also it answers so many crucial questions that you had at the end of the first one. Right? Like, most We in... do expand on the Shrek universe here. <laughs> like, most importantly, where are her parents? Yeah. Where are Fiona's parents? I love that the whole Shrek universe is basically, it's like Grimm's universe, you know what I mean? Yeah. I love it when the fairy godmother says, what in Grimm's name are you doing here? Yeah, like all the fairy tale characters are here. I love it. So folks, you might have guessed it, but we've got names. Returning with us in his, oh, I don't know, second kicking and streaming appearance? I think It would so. have to be, right? Yeah, I yeah. don't think he was in anything else, was he? N- Mike Myers? Mike Myers. <laughs> Guys, you know Mike Myers from his stint on SNL. Wayne's World. Austin Powers. You know Mike Myers. Yeah. The like- fact that he, the fact? <laughs> the fact that he did the whole first movie in his normal accent and then they made him go back and do the whole thing in a Scottish accent. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, hey, Mike, this just isn't working for us. Can you put in another 12 hours of recording? Of course, Mike Myers is playing Shrek. <laughs> I know him from one of my favorite films. Oh, no. And an amazing work oh, of no. cinematic art. Please, no. It was called Cat in the Hat. Oh, no. I'm kidding. It's actually a war crime. Oh, no, yeah. And um, we, we will cover it at some point wow. just to pick it apart. But Mike, we're just no, we're uh, we're coming for you. Also notable for his stint on SNL, please welcome Eddie Murphy. Yes, guys, Eddie Murphy is playing Donkey. Eddie Murphy has been with us twice before, at least. Yes, he, you know, obviously in the first Shrek film, and we covered Haunted Mansion. We did. Oh my God. <laughs> I know. What a, what a, what an acid trip that is as well. And like, guys, Eddie Murphy has been around a long, long time. Beverly Hills Cop, Trading Places, fucking Dr. Doolittle, <laughs> the nutty professor. Yes. Like, uh, he's in Dreamgirls. He is in Dreamgirls, <laughs> yeah. isn't he? He's also got like 12 kids, <laughs> which is insane to think. No, he's got 10. He's got 10. Pardon me. <laughs> Eddie. <laughs> As our lovely Princess Fiona, Cameron Diaz is back. Ugh, hi, Cameron. <laughs> hey, she's in your favorite movie, The Holiday. She's not my favorite movie, and I hate her character in that movie. <laughs> but she's still in, like, your favorite rom-com. You know what, you know what one of my favorite movies of hers is? And what? it's horrible. What? Bad Teacher. Oh, I hate Bad Teacher. I just love her character in that. It's and so the, bad. It's so bad. But hey- Charlie's Angels. Oh, she was with us when we did um uh, My Best Friend's Wedding. That's right. Absolutely. She's also in the really bad 2014 adaptation of Annie. We're not having this conversation again. I just... It, it wasn't that bad. She was just bad. It was pretty bad, Carrie. <laughs> did you see the movie? I did. Did you see the movie? Did you actually watch the movie? Not from beginning to end. Uh, exactly. <laughs> Joining us for perhaps the first time on Kicking and Streaming, I think. I'm pretty sure. We have uh, Senor Antonio Banderas. I love Antonio Banderas. Gavin, I love you. 
But I also love Antonio Banderas. She would leave you for Antonio Banderas. I didn't say that. You would, though. I would consider it. (laughs) I wouldn't, but I would consider it. You know what my favorite Antonio Banderas movie is? What? It's Evita. (laughs) He does such a good job. He does. He's a great little performer. The amount of that movie I was able to get through, he was the only part of it I truly enjoyed. It is a long, drawn-out musical. It is. Like, Madonna's lovely, of course. It was just like, I was like, wow, this is weirdly boring for a musical. We watched it recently, guys, if you couldn't tell. <laughs> and like, it was you know. It so long. It was so long. And then like also Spy Kids. Guys, Gregorio Cortez. Oh my God. Are you kidding? Uh, I. <laughs> yeah. The thing, the ways I feel. Gregorio and Ingrid Cortez. That movie's biconic. It is biconic. Oh my god! I I can't. (laughs) Oh, it's so good. Just thinking about those two kids doing doing it. it. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, it's a children's film. Carrie also likes Antonio Banderas's rendition of the Phantom of the Opera. Listen, as. La that clip of him and Sarah Brightman, I'm like, oh, am I pregnant now? Joining us perhaps for the first time on Kicking and Streaming is the one, the only, the incomparable Dane Julie Andrews. We haven't really done anything with her in it, have we? Princess Diaries is a must this year. Oh, no, yeah. It's a must. I've put it off for too long. <laughs> I've got an idea in mind for Princess Diaries. Absolutely. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. But guys, she, Julie Andrews is in the t- one, two of the most successful musical film adaptations of all time. She's Mary Poppins. And she's Maria Von Trapp from The Sound of Music. I mean, her career just stretches so far and wide and back in time. In the 1950s, she was getting rave reviews as the original Eliza Doolittle in My Fair Lady. Mm-hmm. On the Broadway, baby. <laughs> she was Guinevere in Camelot in 1960. Yeah, she is just, she's an old Hollywood staple. Britain's youngest prima donna. I know! And let's not forget, we have talked about her before. Because on the show, because she originated Cinderella in Rodgers and Hammerstein Cinderella when we talked about the Disney adaptation of it. That's right. I love that so much. Guys, please welcome to Kicking and Streaming, Sir John Cleese. Yeah, I don't think we've ever done a John Cleese movie. And if we are, I'm totally spacing it. Do we ever have to talk about Monty Python? I mean... Like, I will. But like, it, I think I, a lot of it's outside the timeline, so maybe not. Maybe not. I think it's 70s and 80s. Yeah, like, maybe we'll talk about... The Holy Grail. like Fine, whatever. That, that's a classic, but, but like... Of course, you know John Cleese from Monty Python. He's nearly headless Nick in the Harry Potter saga. He's in a fave movie of ours with Jamie Lee Curtis called A Fish Called Wanda. I love that stupid <laughs> movie. I love John Cleese. Please welcome and then show out the door Rupert Everett at Kicking and Streaming. <laughs> show out the door! I I, I, I don't know. I Maybe it's this role. No, I think... Maybe it's this role that, that ruins Rupert Everett for That's me. what I was just getting ready to say. Like, Ross, all those weeks ago when we did My Best Friend's Wedding, you were like, George is a fine looking man. Like, You're right, Rupert, it is Rupert Everett. Yeah, Rupert Everett is a fine looking man. Like, And he, I didn't even think about the fact that he was Prince Charming. Yeah. So, guys, he was in Inspector Gidget. He was in My Best Friend's Wedding. He's in Shakespeare in Love. Yes. He's Oberon in that 99 version of Midsummer Night's Dream. I could listen to him talk all day. Oh, he's uh, in the Wild Thornberries movie. Yes, he is. <laughs> he's in B movie. <laughs> he's also the fox in the Chronicles of Narnia, the Lion, yeah. the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Please welcome to Kicking and Streaming, the enigmatic 
Jennifer Saunders. Here's the thing. I don't know that we've ever done anything with her in it, but we've talked about her many times. We've talked about French and Saunders, and we've talked about Absolutely Fabulous, because Joanna Lumley's been with us before. Yep, and uh, Jane Horrocks. Yes, indeed, indeed, absolutely. Absolutely Fabulous was really big in the UK. It ran from, like, 92 to 96, and then from, like, 01 to 04. It was one of those series they did away with and brought back yes. by popular demand. It's the voice. It's that voice. Like <laughs> My diet is ruined. <laughs> but I hope you're happy. Because she can be so commanding and so comic at the same time. It's amazing. She does really great work. I love her. Guys, some other honorable mentions. We've got Joan Rivers here. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. She's kind of whack, Joan Rivers. I know, but but like one of the original comedians. I know. Larry King is here. (laughs) He's Doris, the ugly stepsister. (laughs) Who's a guy? Who's a guy? That's hilarious. I love him. That's so hilarious. Oh my god. I don't have time to read all the names, but we have all the people returning voicing the fairy tale creatures from the first movie. Yeah, all the fairy tale creatures are back. Pinocchio, the three blind mice, the big bad wolf, the three little pigs, Gingy. Yeah, Gingy! Oh my god. The magic mirror. <laughs> Everybody's back, guys. Every- it's great. <laughs> it's really good. Oh, my Lord. And just so we have it all set and straight before we get started, it's uh, it's uh, pronounced Lithgow. Why? Why do we have to why do we have to have that conversation? Because we had it the last time. Yeah, I know. But like it's John Lithgow. Why do you even want to talk about that? He's not in this movie. You just want to fight. I would see if I was actually testing you just now. You were. I was seeing if you would contradict me. Yeah, because it is Lithgow. Yeah, it's Lithgow. It's Lithgow. You're wrong. That's his head. Just stand there in your wrongness and be wrong. That's his name. And we're back with the opening of the book. How many have seen opening the book before? I love Cluck. I I love repeating gags because this is exactly how this movie started the first time. Once upon a time, in a kingdom far, far away, the king and queen were blessed with a beautiful baby girl. And throughout the land, everyone was happy. Until the sun went down, and they saw that their daughter was cursed with a frightful enchantment that took hold each and every night. We start out with the voiceover of the pompous prince Charming. Yeah, he's reading the text of the book. It's not Shrek reading the book this time. It's Prince Charming. Oh my god. And so here is where we get to learn a little bit more about Fiona's background than we knew to begin with in the first Shrek installment. Yeah, because in the first Shrek installment, you're like, wait a minute, they just sent her to a tower? Yeah, like, why is she here? Because she was ugly? Like, that's not cool. We never get any of that background, but now we do. Desperate, they sought the help of a fairy godmother who had them lock the young princess away in a tower, there to await the kiss of the handsome Prince Charming. Prince Charming is narrating, uh, giving his account of his attempt to to climb to, say it with me, the the highest highest room of of the the tallest tower. tower. 
and kiss the princess and rescue her from the dragon, right? Exactly. We've seen this movie already. We have. Yeah, like, Shrek's done this already. (laughs) And, like, so he gets up there to the tower where we first saw Fiona in the last movie, and he goes to pull back that gossamer curtain. Oh, it's not the princess. It's the big bad wolf reading Pork Illustrated. (laughs) (gasps) What? Princess... Fiona? No! Oh, thank heavens. <laughs> Where is she? She's on her honeymoon. Honeymoon? With whom? This is one of my favorite movie opening credit sequences that exists, all set to Accidentally in Love by the Counting Crows. <laughs> so she said, What's the problem, baby? What's the problem? I don't know. Well, maybe I'm in love. Think about it every time I think about it. Can't stop thinking about it. We're getting all of these scenes from their honeymoon. They're honeymooning at a gingerbread house. It's so sweet. I just, I love it so much. I love it when Little Red Riding Hood comes to knock on their door. <laughs> yeah. And she's so terrified because they're ogres. They de- they decided to be ogres at the end of the last movie. Yeah. Because she loves him anyway and she's going to be an ogre with him anyway. Mm-hmm. And just <laughs> the way she takes off screaming. I love how many movie references, topical movie references, we like sandwiched into this opening. My favorite bit is when they do the from here to eternity joke. You know, where the woman and the man are kissing on the beach and the wave washes yes, over them. Yes, And then I love it because they're kissing on the beach and the wave comes up. And then when it goes back out, it's like Ariel. Yeah, it's the mermaid. It's the mermaid on top of Shrek. And Fiona yeets her back into the sea. <laughs> That's my favorite. Not the forging of the great rings of power. <laughs> Yeah, they light up and say, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> hey. The language is that of Mordor, which I shall not honor here. <laughs> I love that so I wrote, much. Oh, the references just keep coming. They do the Spider-Man thing, too. Yeah, where she kisses him upside down. Yes. And the flower meadow <laughs> with people chasing them with torches and pitchforks, and they're running slowly to each other. I can't. That's my favorite shot in the whole movie. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, and they're having mud bath farts. They're just disgusting together and I love it. I'm happy for them. And you know, after all that's said and done, at the end of the song, they're back at their swamp. Yay. And of course, Donkey is still here. So Donkey's been doing a bad job watching the swamp for them. He's been (laughs) stupid lonely. He let the plants die. He didn't sort the mail. And he thinks these two fish that he got for them are still alive. (laughs) (laughs) I call that one Shrek and that one Fiona. I call it dead. Yeah. Donkey's back here at the swamp because he and Dragon. Because remember how Dragon and Donkey got together? Yes. Because Dragon just thinks Donkey's hair on fire sexy for some reason. Can... I almost said can relate. Yeah, oh my god! Whoa! That's not what I meant. Are you an ass man, Carrie? Because <laughs> dra- Dragon's an ass man. I can tell she's an ass man. You're fired! <laughs> Shouldn't you be getting home to Dragon? Oh, yeah, that. I don't know. She's been all moody and stuff lately. So I thought I'd move back in with you guys. Well, you know, we're always happy to see you, Donkey. But Fiona and I are married now. We need a little time, you know, to be together. Shrek, God love him. He just wants some peace with his new bride. He wants to bang Fiona. (laughs) 
Didn't they get plenty of that done at the gingerbread and house? Donkey's like, uh, okay, you can't tell me that later when he's like, where were we? That he's not trying to get Randy. <laughs> I just love it when he goes, alone. <laughs> like he's trying to telegraph it to him, like without picking him up and throwing him out. Donkey, you're bothering me. <laughs> there is a whole fanfare. Complete with messenger. Oh, it's like a royal troubadour troop. Enough, Reggie. Why does the last trumpeter just start playing the Hawaii Five O theme? <laughs> I think it's funny. How? <laughs> it's just for no reason. <laughs> So Fiona's parents, the king and queen of far, of, far away, of the kingdom of far, far away, have heard that she's she's married. And uh-oh, they want her to come home. Oh, no. They want to meet the husband. This is not, this is not good. They don't know. The king and queen do not know that Shrek got there first. Yeah. The queen and the king are fully expecting Prince Charming to return married to Fiona. And Shrek is understandably wary of this because they don't know. Somehow I don't think I'll be welcome at the country club. Will you stop it? They're not like that. Then how do you explain Sergeant Pompous in the Fancy Pants Club band? Oh, come on. You could at least give them a chance. Oh, to do what? Sharpen their pitchforks? No. They just want to give you their blessing. Oh, great. Now I need their blessing? Well, if you want to be a part of this family, yes. Uh, But here's my thing. Did he just forget about her family? I mean, we all did. He married her. Like, did did he just not take into account that she's got folks that she might want to go back and see? I don't know what he thought, man. I think that literally the honeymoon is over now. Yeah. And, like, we're starting to deal with some shit. Because, of course, he gets talked into going. Yeah. That long shot of them pulling away from the swamp. He's looking out the back. I wrote, he just wanted his swamp. He hasn't had ten minutes to relax in his swamp since the first movie started it's a long way to travel in an onion oh i know the onion carriage i love that i love that i want an onion carriage quite honestly (laughs) i know i would love to have one someday and so we roll up to far far away the journey there is far it is far far away (laughs) i love that that's my favorite and it's great because once they get to far far away they've meshed the medieval decor with, like, a Beverly Hills Hollywood vibe. It's like we're I wrote, in Cali. The, the, I wrote, the way far, far away is just Hollywood. <laughs> also, I love this song. Wow. It's going to be champagne wishes and caviar dreams from now on. Hey, good looking. We'll be back to pick you up later. I love Funky Town. I love everything they're looking at. The Versarchery <laughs> store. Yeah, I know. For archers. I was hoping you saw that. I'm like, he's going to love that. <laughs> um, also, you, get, you got the classic billboard for the fairy godmother. The Farbucks coffee. The Farbucks coffee. There's one on every corner. And here's the thing about the kingdom of Far, Far Away. They must have been ready at a moment's notice for their arrival. Because everyone just starts magically following the onion carriage to the castle. Oh, yeah. 
A lot is riding on this, apparently. Oh, no. They pull into the castle grounds and the whole town is there to greet them. And, like, King Harold and Queen Lillian look very excited. I mean, I get it. They haven't seen their daughter since she was a child. There's all this pomp and circumstance. And Shrek and Fiona step out of that carriage. The doves are released and everyone gets the shock of their lives. This is it. This is it. This is it. This is it. What does everyone think happened? (laughs) When the doves clear and it's ogres, the way the trumpeteers don't know whether to continue. (laughs) I know, I'm not- The stone silence with the baby crying. (laughs) Everyone's like, what? (laughs) That everybody's judging, everybody's like peeping. It's just, I hate it. We go to a big time awkward dinner. The king really hates this shit. Oh, he's fuming. He cannot believe that- Fiona, his daughter, is number one, still an ogre. Yeah. And number two, married to another ogre. Yeah, she was supposed to marry Prince Charming and the whole thing be done with. The spell was supposed to break. She wasn't supposed to have to deal with this anymore. It's why he sent her away in the first place. And, like, this disintegrates really quickly because Shrek and the king start going at each other. So, I suppose any grandchildren I could expect from you would be... Ogres. Yes. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Right, Harold? Oh, no! No, of course not! That is assuming you don't eat your own gun. Dad! Oh, no, we usually prefer the ones who've been locked away in a tower. Oh, my God, and the way they're aggressively eating and, like, reading each other to filth? Yeah. I feel so bad for Fiona. Oh, I know. That's not an easy place to be. Once they yank that pig apart and she just gets so fed up and has to stand up and leave the room, she's not good enough for Harold and Lillian. She's not good enough for Shrek. Like, like she just she storms out of dinner and goes back to her childhood bedroom. She's looking around at all her stuff. She's got all of these toys from when she was a kid, mm-hmm. like toy dragons and knights and princesses. And like, she's always been dreaming about that happily ever after, right? Yeah. And it doesn't really look like the one that she got, but it's the one that she wanted. And everyone is determined that it shouldn't work. She goes out on that balcony. And she starts a tearing up. Oh, I learned a new word today because mm. I watched with subtitles and that musical flourish starts. That's called a glissando. Yes, a glissando. <laughs> and this tiny woman in a bubble starts drifting towards her. Your fallen tears have called to me. So here comes my sweet remedy I know what every princess needs For her to live life happily Jennifer Saunders was meant to sing I know! She, that voice is like Velveeta And I mean that in the best possible way. The fairy godmother, FGM. (laughs) FGM, yeah. I just wrote FG a lot of the time. FGM reveals to Fiona that she is her fairy godmother. She's not actually. She's fairy godmother to a lot of people. She's a snake oil salesman. We'll (laughs) we'll find that out later. We'll get into it. (laughs) But the way you think she's just going to start going with just 
ah, <laughs> bippity boppity boo. Oh, you no. know, like oh god, she starts singing like about all of the wishes she could possibly grant her. I, I can't possibly talk about this whole number because it's so fast. And oh it no, it's so chaotic. It starts off all bippity boppity boo, and it just gets faster and faster and faster. It reminds me of Stuff Mart. In VeggieTales. Yes, it stuff, does! Stuff, stuff, Mark. Because things just keep animating and filling her room. <laughs> Sporty carriage to ride in style. Sexy man boy show for Kyle. Banish your blemishes to decay. Silly life eyes will fade away. And all the hay. Have a piece of frisée. Nip and tuck here and there to land that prince with a perfect hair. Lipstick liner shadows blush to get that prince with a sexy touch. Lucky day of buffet. When you're pissing all in the hay. Shrek busts in and says they're leaving. Oh, yeah, he's not sticking around here to be insulted for much longer. FGM hands her her card and goes, listen, happiness is just a teardrop away. She has business cards. If you cry on the business cards, (laughs) she appears. I hate that. Look, I'm sorry. No, 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 that's all right. I need to go anyway. But remember, dear, if you should ever need me, happiness... It's just a teardrop away. Thanks, but we've got all the happiness we need. Happy, happy, happy. So I see. <laughs> Let's go, Kyle. And then her sexy chauffeur man, Kyle, drives her away in her uh, floating limousine carriage. <laughs> one of my favorite nothing characters exactly because he pretty much just appears in that scene and he's got like a purple tunic on that says kyle in silver sparkly letters i think that he's her overwork best queer i do too yeah you know what i mean so after she leaves shrek and fiona start having their first fight yeah they get into it oh it's not good like you know once again Shrek, in his ogreishness, has made a bad situation worse. King Daddy was already out of line. Please, can we not call him King Daddy? (laughs) Oh, no. No, I know. Okay, fine. Harold. Harold. Was already out of line, but, like, he didn't help. You're unbelievable. You're behaving like a... Go on. Say it. Like an ogre. Well, here's a news flash for you. Whether your parents like it or not, I am an ogre. And guess what, princess? That's not about to change. I've made changes for you, Shrek. Think about that. And then she slams the door and starts sobbing in the hallway. And I'm like, poor Fiona. He upset her. He did. He upset her bad. He made this worse. Like, Uh, again, I I have a a lot to say to Harold about how he acts in this movie, but... So let's cut to the king and queen's bedchamber. Let's just get this out of the way. Love Lillian. Hate Harold. (laughs) You hate Harold with a passion. Like, Like, Lillian's telling him to get over his shit. I know. Lillian's like, listen... You think love has to be one specific way. It doesn't. You are making this a problem. And he's like, this is not at all how this was supposed to go. Think about all the time wasted because this wasn't how this was supposed to go. You and I still have no sympathy for him. It's not the same. I don't think you realize that our daughter has married a monster. Oh, stop being such a drama king. Fine, fine. Pretend there's nothing wrong. la dee da dee da dee da Isn't it all wonderful? I'd like to know how it could get any worse. Hello, Harold. Ah! But who shows up at the balcony, Ross? Hello, Harold. (laughs) (laughs) FGM mobs him off his own balcony. Yeah, the fairy godmother kidnaps him off the balcony. And like, (laughs) she's like, so what the fuck? And then who's there with her? 
Prince Charming. What's new? You remember my son, Prince Charming. Charming? Oh, is that you? My gosh, it's been years. When, when, when did you get back? Oh, about five minutes ago, actually. After I endured blistering winds, scorching desert, I climbed to the highest room oh, in the tallest tower. Mummy can handle this. He is the biggest man-child. He is the child of the fairy godmother. Like, I just, I can't get over it throughout this whole movie. He, like, he thinks he's so charming and so svelte and everything. I hate him. But the moment he starts saying, mummy, yeah. I, I'm like, ooh, my toes curl. Big Draco vibes. Like, like, I just, I completely dry up. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> These are cartoons. Okay, let's remain. He is an obscenely good-looking cartoon. Okay, all right, and okay. he's not the only one. This is a gateway conversation, okay? Because where does it end? <laughs> I'll tell you where it ends. Stop! <laughs> My end, so that's the where. <laughs> so sorry. So the fairy godmother's like, what the fuck? My son was supposed to get there first. What the hell is she doing here with this ogre? And <laughs> Harold's like trying to explain it away. I mean, it wasn't my fault. He didn't get there in time. Stop the car! Oh! Harold, you force me to do something I really don't want to do. <gasps> Where are we? Well, hi there. Welcome to Friars Fat Boy. May I take your order? My diet is ruined. I hope you're happy. What the <laughs> fuck? They pulled up to get fast food? Did you think she was going to launch him out of that carriage? Because I really did, too. But here's the thing. Don't you also want to try a medieval meal from Friars Fat Boy? No. Oh, I want whatever she got, like... The it, Renaissance wrap. The Renaissance wrap. <laughs> that sounds delicious. But yeah, no, Prince Charming wants the medieval meal, which I'm pretty sure is, like, the kid's meal. <laughs> Your order fair godmother. <laughs> and this comes with a medieval meal. It's, and it's like a, a gigantic axe. <laughs> oh, my I God. I love this stupid <laughs> movie. So basically, she takes Harold back around to the castle and said, listen, lose the ogre, and we'll talk, Okay. In the dead of night, the king sneaks out of the castle to a tavern called the Poison Apple. Which is just perfect. It is perfect. All of the fairy tale villains are in there. Yeah, we've got headless horsemen, we've got spooky trees, Captain Hook on piano. Yeah, he is. And don't forget the ugly stepsister tending bar. She's working she's working the bar, yeah. And she's also voiced by Larry King. Uh, you see, I, I need to have someone taken care of. Who's the guy? Well, he's not a guy, per se. Um, he's an ogre. Hey, buddy, let me clue you in. There's only one fella can handle a job like that, and frankly, he don't like to be disturbed. Where could I find him? How Strider from Lord of the Rings is this? This is very Strider from Lord of the Rings. He walks into that room and all you can see is this pair of boots up on a table and these bright green eyes in the dark. Who dares enter my room? Sorry, I, I hope I'm not interrupting, but I'm told you're the one to talk to about an ogre problem. You're told correct. <laughs> but for these, I charge a great deal of money. What we're basically going to find out is that he gives a bag full of gold to a Hispanic orange cat <laughs> to kill Shrek. In boots. Not just any orange cat. An orange cat in boots. Puss. In, in boots. boots. <laughs> no, I love how they make him look so sinister 
in that first scene. I know. And that like, or not make him look sinister. We don't really see him. When we get his reveal, it's great. It's so great. Hashtag hate Harold. In order to make it up to Shrek for how he's acted, he invites him on a hunt the next morning. Indeed. Because that's like a big deal. You go hunt for, hunt with the king. They are going to meet by at 7.30 by the old oak. Well, the next morning, <laughs> Shrek and Donkey have followed the directions to the best of their ability. You go to the deepest, darkest part of the woods. <laughs> what did he say? Head to the deepest, darkest part of the woods. Aye. Past the sinister trees with those scary-looking branches. Check. Yeah, and there's that bush that's shaped like Shirley Bassett. We passed that bush three times already. <laughs> and there's that bush that's shaped like Shirley Bassett. <laughs> You know, the woman who sang Goldfinger? Goldfinger! The most obscure <laughs> reverence, and it came out of nowhere. <laughs> and there's that bush that's shaped like Shirley Bassett. <laughs> <laughs> I just, it was the last thing I was expecting to come out of his mouth. And it do be shaped a little bit like her, I'm not gonna lie. This is where we finally meet Puss in Boots. <laughs> Fear me if you dare. Hey, look, a little cat. Look out, Shrek! You got a piece! It's a cat, donkey. Come here, little kitty, kitty, kitty. Come on, little kitty. Come here, come here little kitty. The way Puss starts scratching the hell out of Shrek, and the way Donkey kicks him in the nuts <laughs> just as Puss gets out of the way. Did I miss? No! Oh, you, you got, got them! them. Puss is cute. He is so cute and so fierce at the same time. Here's the thing. I barely remembered Puss in Boots. I know, right? Like, my brain just kind of edited him out. And I'm like, why did that happen? But, like, here's the thing. I feel like he so could have easily just been a sequel gimmick, you know? Yeah. And, like, he's so not. He folds right into this story and into this cast of characters. It is nice. It is really nice. The way he falls to the ground and starts having a hairball attack. Oh, no. It's giving Duloc face, the, the way they're staring at him having a hairball. Everyone's made that face, <laughs> waiting to find out what the cat's going to do. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. What are you doing? Hairball. <laughs> oh, that is nasty. Puss reveals that, hey, your father-in-law hired me to kill you. Yeah. And <laughs> the rich king, see? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, like, that's devastating because he thought he was finally making headway with dad. The way Donkey's like, don't feel bad, almost everyone who meets you wants to kill you. <laughs> Donkey, you're not helping, sweetheart. And Shrek just says, you know, I just wish I could make her happy. Maybe Fiona would have been better off if I were some sort of Prince Charming. See, that's what the king said. Uh, sorry. I thought that question was directed at me. Shrek. Fiona knows you'd do anything for her. Well, it's not like I wouldn't change if I could. I just... I just wish I could make her happy. Oh, Shrek. God bless your heart of gold. But, remember, he's still got that business card from the fairy godmother. Happiness is just a teardrop away. And so they they get Donkey to squeeze a tear onto that card. And, and uh, it turns out FGM is out to lunch. She's left like a recorded message in a bubble. Such a Karen. Is it on? Is it on? <laughs> is it going? What? Is it on? Is it on? <clears throat> this is Fairy Godmother. I'm either away from my desk or with a client. But if you come by the office, we'll be glad to make you a personal appointment. 
Have a happy ever after. As it turns out, the fairy godmother is a snake oil salesman. Yes. And they are going to visit her potion factory to see if they can find anything to solve their problem. Here's the thing. Can you call her a snake oil salesman if what she makes actually works? Let me have this. Okay. Let let me put her down. All right. That's fine. That's fine. She is horrible. I think some of it has to be bullshit. No. No. I. Yeah, you're probably right. Some of it has to be bullshit. And then Puss in Boots goes, I have misjudged you. (laughs) With a blank face, Shrek goes, join the club. We have jackets. (laughs) No, but like, because Shrek didn't murder his ass for trying to kill him, he feels honor bound to him. But Donkey's like, oh, no. On my honor. I am obliged to accompany you until you have saved your life, as you have spared me mine. I'm sorry. The position of annoying talking animal has already been taken. Let's go, Shrek. Shrek? (laughs) And then kitty eyes. Oh, we've all seen this screen cap. Shrek! Oh, come on, donkey. Look at him in his wee little boots. You know, how many cats can wear boots? Honestly. Oh, let's keep them. Say what? So they get to the main office of the fairy godmother's operation, and I love how in the little bubble, she made it look like it's this quaint little cottage by a waterfall. It is not. It is not. There's this giant industrial factory attached to the back of it. They go into that main office. So Shrek and the boys pretend to be union. I love this conversation with the man at the desk. We represent the workers in all magical industries, both evil and benign. Oh, all right. Are you feeling at all degraded or oppressed? Uh, a little. Well, but we don't even have dental. They don't even have dental. <laughs> and Shrek's like, all right, we're going to take a look around. Best, It'd be best if the fairy godmother didn't know we were here. I mean, I can't believe that was that easy, uh, but I also can. When they walk in on fairy godmother making her little, you know, she got her little workers that look like minions for some reason. <laughs> and then she's in her chamber her potion room, concocting whatever thing. A pinch of passion. The bleach bottle of lust. Oh, I love that. That it looks like a bleach bottle. She's just making potions to ruin people's lives. She pours that old bottle of lust in there. It's like, and two shots of vodka. <laughs> it looks like me trying to make a drink. Indeed. Indeed it does. <gasps> Sorry to barge in like this, but... Uh... What in Grimm's name are you doing here? Well, it seems that Fiona's not exactly happy. Oh, there's some question as to why that is. Well, let's explore that, shall we? She basically tells Shrek, I don't know what you're not getting. (laughs) Goes up to all her books and is picking through all the written down fairy tales. She's like, oh, there's no ogres at the end of any of these. (laughs) I'm only laughing because it's clever. It's so mean. Sleeping Beauty, oh, no ogres. Hansel and Gretel, no. Thumbelina, no. The Golden Bird, the Little Mermaid, Pretty Woman. No, 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 no. You see, ogres don't live happily ever after. I love that Pretty Woman makes the list. I love it, too. <laughs> I hate her. I hate her. She's so fabulous, but so mean. And so Shrek and Donkey and Puss are like, fuck you. Hide in a janitor's closet and take the first minion that comes along they can get. The way Shrek <laughs> thinks he is disguised. He's he's so big, and these people are so tiny. Yeah. And he has got this whole uniform just on his head. Yeah, it's bad. Pushing a cart with Puss and Donkey in it. They steal away into the potion room. It's 
tall as hell for some reason. It looks like some Harry Potter shit. It does. And Puss basically has to scale the wall, and he finally finds the brightest potion in the bunch, which is called Happily Ever After. It's like, oh, that's probably it. That's probably it. That's (laughs) probably what me and Fiona need. And so it's right about that time that the staff realizes they have an intruder. Again. And so they run out of the potions room. Soundtrack slaps. Oh, yeah. Falling in love. They're coming at them with like little tiny crossbows. Yeah. And Shrek turns over that giant vat of this magical purple liquid. It turns all of like the little elves into animals and turns all the animals into humans. Are they elves? I think they are elves. Yeah, they are. Oh my God, yeah. So she finds out that everything's accounted for but the happily ever after potion. That pigeon who used to be her foreman brings her the inventory. Everything is accounted for, fairy godmother. Except for one potion. What? Oh. I do believe we can make this work to our advantage. Happily ever after potion. Maximum strength. For you and your true love. If one of you drinks this, you both will be fine. Happiness, comfort, and beauty divine. There's that moment where Shrek smells it and then sneezes onto that mushroom (laughs) and his snot is like sparkly. (laughs) I wish I had sparkly snot. Donkey decides he gets first sip. Yeah. He wants to try it first because he's, that's the best friend's job. Yeah, I know. He's just desperate to prove that he's the best friend. So Donkey takes that sip and he's like. How do you feel? I don't feel any different. I look any different? You still look like an ass to me. They're they're not even trying to hide it anymore. Well, I have to save my, my ass. Well, you're right. Well, I have to save my ass. They're okay with saying ass in the Shrek movies. You still look like an ass to me. I can't. I ugly laugh. Shrek is about to give up everything about who he is to be what he thinks Fiona needs. I know. And I love him for it. I know. I don't I don't I think that in the uh hilarity of this we kind of forget about that a little bit. Remember what Fiona said? I've made changes for you, Shrek. Ah. Yeah, now he's about to just he has no idea what's gonna happen when he drinks this potion. He takes a big old swig, and you know all it does is make him fart. <laughs> yeah. It's like the biggest the biggest anticlimactic moment. And then for no reason, because well, you know what? It is for a reason, because we're at this point in the narrative. A torrential storm kicks up. <laughs> and they're walking away in the rain in despair, thinking that Fiona will never love Shrek again. And that mushroom that he sneezed on mm-hmm. turns into the most beautiful flower. Oh, it's gonna work, guys. It is gonna work. It's gonna work. And so here's the important thing about this. Like, they steal away into a barn to get out of the rain. And like... They pass out in the barn, Donkey and Shrek do. I'm coming, Elizabeth! (laughs) The Sanford and Sons reference. That's my fucking favorite. (laughs) Red Fox always going, I'm coming, Elizabeth! Faking heart attacks to get out of situations. I love it. So yeah. Everyone collapses, and Puss in Boots is like, oh shit. And also, back at the castle and far, far away, Fiona comes to tell her parents, I'm done with y'all. 
I'm gonna go live with my husband in our swamp together because that's where I'm gonna be happy. Oh no, she was ready to like completely cut ties with him and leave. And then she collapses too. Yeah, like, and, and you're because like. Because she is Shrek's one true love and the potion affects them both. Yeah, the happily ever after. Wait a minute. Doesn't that mean that something happened to Dragon too and we just didn't see it? <gasps> Carrie Ann! What in the world? Dragon! Oh my god! Oh, I hate you for this! <laughs> oh my god, that's great! <laughs> what was the yassification of the dragon like? Uh, yeah, I feel like there are deleted scenes that we need to see. <laughs> but dragon doesn't fit into the narrative anywhere, yeah, so it's I like, know. ugh, anyway. And so, listen. <laughs> We can talk about it. Yay! We can talk about it. Yay, I was so hoping you would let me talk about it. I have always hated the way the internet has tried to make Shrek a sex symbol. (laughs) Like, I've always hated the hot Shrek ogre memes. (laughs) But human Shrek? (laughs) He's still a cartoon, but he is still gorgeous and he can have me. Aren't you, like, falling right into their trap of, ah, 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 you didn't think he was attractive when he was green? These stable ladies that are laying down next to him while he wakes up. He comes, too, surrounded by a gaggle of women who are enamored with him. They are horny. (laughs) They're like, ooh, big brawny man we found in the barn. No, you remember a couple months ago when I tweeted a screenshot of him as human, and I went, now hear me out. (laughs) (laughs) You're so tense. I want to rub his shoulders. I got it covered. Thanks. I don't have anything to rub. (laughs) Well. Get in line. <laughs> Have you ladies seen my donkey? Who are you calling donkey? Donkey? You're a... A stallion, baby! I can win it! <laughs> and what's happened to donkey? He's a strong white steed like he always wanted to be. He's a stallion! He's a white bronco. I know, that will come back in the best possible way. It's amazing. And Puss is still Puss. Yeah, <laughs> Puss is like, wow, this is weird. The potion bottle says that it will be permanent if true love's kiss is affirmed by midnight tonight. Yeah, so now they've got to get busy. Why is it always midnight? I don't know. Because <laughs> it's fucking Grimm's fairy tales or whatever. Uh, they basically rob some guys from the road for some better clothes. Yes, they do. Clothes and that actually fit. Enter far, far away, looking fly. And again, the music. Just gonna have to be a different man Time may change me But I can't trace time David Bowie came back to do a special cover with this artist for this virgin. He's like a stud now. Like, he's like shaped like an upside down triangle. He has like wide shoulders. All of those people with pitchforks who would be yelling but are now waving. Uh Uh-huh. And saying, hello, sir. He's got the wavy brown locks and the beautiful eyes. It's like. While he's coming through town, Fiona awakes to find that she is an animated Cameron Diaz. (laughs) Could you imagine? She looks in the mirror and she's her human form yeah. and she is wigged. I love that when she like is washing her face off in the mirror and she looks up. Every time I thought I got it made, it seemed the taste was not so sweet. Fiona! Shrek! 
they start running through the castle trying to find each other and like they miss each other, right? Yeah. He gets up to her room and gets locked in there with FGM. Yeah, the fairy godmother is waiting for him and blocks him inside. And this is this plan is almost ingenious. Mm-hmm. Because she's up there with Shrek and then Prince Charming intercepts Fiona in the foyer of the castle and says, hey, baby, it's me, Shrek. Fiona. Shrek? I, Fiona, it is me. What happened to your voice? Uh, the potion changed a lot of things, Fiona. But not the way I feel about you. Fucking charming could never be Shrek. Are you kidding me? No, I don't think she definitely doesn't buy it Fiona at first. No, something's up. Like his voice is different. Like she knows something's up. And basically, the way that FGM just he's Shrek is watching them embrace. And her and Charming. Banging on the window. And like, Fiona, let me out. And like the way FGM is just like, no, you're ugly. Right? You're an ogre. You don't get this happily ever after because my son needs a princess. She's finally found the prince of her dreams. But look at me. Look what I've done for her. It's time you stop living in a fairy tale, Shrek. She's a princess and you're an ogre. That's something no amount of potion is ever going to change. But I love her. If you really love her, you'll let her go. And I'm like, listen, I know I've said things like that on this podcast before. Not this time. Not this time, you blue-haired basket case. The boys defeated. Oh, yeah. Shrek is in a big-time low place. We uh, head on back to the Poison Apple for a drink. Oh, my God. We're drinking our feelings in the Poison Apple. I love the sign that says no skin, no bones, no service. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wait a minute you can't drink wait a minute you, you can't, can't drink without skin or bones you can't drink if you're like an amorphous blob <laughs> no spiritual entities oh my god oh, they're sitting at the bar Harold King Harold comes in to see FGM and Charming who are in the back how does nobody see them sitting at the bar I, I, I don't know and like Harold is like hey listen fairy godmother I'm just a little confused because Fiona doesn't actually seem that happy and I'm like well yeah Harold <laughs> she hasn't been happy for a long time <laughs> you mean two days You sa- he sent her away I know I know that's what you're talking about but like you're right she's not happy with this new version of Shrek because it's not Shrek and Shrek goes out of course to eavesdrop outside the window, and he hears Fairy Godmother say to Harold, Have Fiona drink this, and she'll fall in love with the first man she kisses, which will be charming. Um, no. What did you say? I I, I can't. I, I won't do it. Oh, yes, you will. If you remember, I helped you with your happily ever after, and I can take it away just as easily. Is that what you want? Is it? And she is threatening him with his own happily ever after. That line kind of chills me. Yeah. When she's like, I gave you your happily ever after, and I can take it away just as easily. Oh, it's just, oh, she's so evil. It wouldn't matter to me. If I was Harold, it wouldn't matter to me anymore. I know. You are a better person than Harold. I am. (laughs) Thank you. Is that what you wanted to hear? Thank you. Yes, I am. Now, we have to go. 
I need to do Charming's hair before the ball. <laughs> he's hopeless. You know, he's all high in the front. He can never get to the back. You always need someone to do the back of your hair. Oh, thank you, Mother. Mother? Uh, Mary, a talking horse. The ogre! And then we cut to the televised coverage of the wedding ball of Princess Fiona and her groom. <laughs> it's the day of the ball, y'all. Does Shrek become a prince? Too? I don't know. Maybe is he, that how that? It's not how it works in most monarchies. Maybe but... he would just be the prince consort or whatever. I don't know. Sure, I don't know. You'd be my prince consort, hosted by Gluteus to the Maximus. Yes, and Joan Rivers as Miss Muffet eating her curds and whey, <laughs> hosting the red carpet like Joan Rivers does. They're doing the whole e like Entertainment Tonight bit, and all the fairy tale people are coming down the red carpet. I love when she goes Hansel and Gretel. What the hell are the crumbs for? Oh, you know what my favorite one is. <laughs> When Sleeping Beauty arrives. And just falls out of her carriage, dead ass asleep. Here comes Sleeping Beauty. Oh, tired old thing. The noise she makes when she hits the ground. Also, meanwhile, the gang from movie one, you know, Pinocchio, the big bad wolf, the three little pigs, three blind mice. Yeah. The G- Gingy, the gingerbread man. They're all watching the pad. They're back at the swamp. They're swamp sitting. The, the, the magic mirror can also be a television. <laughs> and they are watching this coverage on the magic mirror. Gingy's like, I hate these. I hate these ball shows. <laughs> Flip it over to Wheel of Torture. <laughs> but what program do they settle on, Ross? Nights. Which is cops for this universe. Guys, if this, this is not... This is Carrie's favorite part. This, If it's not my favorite part, it's my second favorite part because this this whole bit is hysterical. Because we, we did neglect to mention that Fairy Godmother and her cronies chase Shrek and Donkey and Puss away from the poison apple yeah. after she sees that he's heard her plan for Fiona. Yeah, they're in chase <laughs> with the Fairy Godmother. A reminder that Shrek is riding Donkey, a white horse. A white bronco. Yes! And then... It's like this Zoe Turt's, like, helicopter coverage. Yes! <laughs> and Gavin looked right up and he went, oh my god, white bronco. They're in pursuit of a white bronco. Like OJ! <laughs> <laughs> this whole bit is hysterical. Because Donkey's a white bronco. <laughs> I'm and sorry. Then, we think it's way funnier than it is. No, it but... is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, they, the knights get them down, like, take them down, and the pepper spray? But it's not pepper spray. They're just grinding fresh pepper into their eyes. I have to talk to Princess Fiona. Ow! Ow! Will they get away with it? Or did someone let the cat out of the bag? You got the least to be fine. <laughs> oh, I love it when they go to snatch puss up and he's like, you capitalist pigs. <laughs> and they, they find catnip on him, but it definitely looks like marijuana or something he's like, like that. He's uh, like, that's not mine. <laughs> the gang witness Shrek's arrest on nights because he says who he is to the camera. Yeah, he, they hear the horse calling this human Shrek like over and over again. And they're like, wait a minute, Shrek's in trouble. And then we have this whole other sequence where they're getting ready for the ball and Harold drugs a cup of tea that he's going to give to Fiona. Mm -hmm. He takes one up for himself and one for her. The potion that the fairy godmother gave him. And Fiona's telling him, like, listen, I don't know who this guy is. He's completely lost his mind. Darling, why not come down to the ball and give him another chance? I mean, you might find you like this new Shrek. But it's the old one I fell in love with, Dad. I'd give anything to have him back. 
you can see it. It's eating him alive inside. And so he, um, air quote, accidentally switches the teacups. Yeah, that's like he at the last possible second, Harold finally does a good thing and takes the cup that he poisoned for her. And it's like, all right, Harold, way to come in under the wire as being an okay dude. Like, what, yeah. the, what the hell? I, I don't forgive you, Harold. <laughs> you have no forgiveness <laughs> I, I, for Harold. I, I don't. Fuck Harold. Anyway. Okay. Cut to the tower. That's the only way I can refer to it. Where Donkey and Shrek and Puss in Boots have been imprisoned. Oh, yeah. They're like in the dungeon. And the gang from the swamp by a miracle of time and space, (laughs) has made it to the kingdom of far, far away from Shrek's swamp in less than a half an hour. Oh, no, yeah, like, we all saw that montage. That took them days. It took them days to get to far, far away. And all of a sudden, they're here. Maybe they flew. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe they flew on somebody. (laughs) And so they're all at the top of this tower dungeon looking down on them. And what they do is they... they They lower the string down. Oh, yeah. Cue the Mission Impossible music. Fire in the hole! Pinocchio is being suspended by his strings, and he gets all the way to their level. Oh, no. And he's like, wait, I got to make my nose grow so that I can get the keys off the wall. To unlock your shackles. Oh, no. And Shrek's like, quick, tell a lie. Hello, what should I say? Anything but quick. Say something crazy like I'm wearing ladies' underwear. I'm, I'm wearing ladies' underwear. And his nose doesn't grow. Are you? I most certainly am not. It looks like you most certainly am all. I am not. What kind? It's a thong. This is how we learn that Pinocchio indeed does like to wear uh, ladies' underthings. It's a thong! It's a thong. I love <laughs> Gingy. It's a thong! And like Gavin was Gavin was just playing the switch next to me on the couch. He didn't even look up. He went, don't kink shame. Oh my God, stop. <laughs> and so yeah, Gingy's able to run down his nose with the key, unlock their shackles, and they bust out of the brig. Like, and, and you know what? I don't know who pitched this idea or who wrote this idea in. Or who decided that Shrek would see Gingerbread Man superimposed besides the castle. (laughs) Who decided that we needed a giant cookie monster? The gang commission. The Muffin Man. Of Dury Lane. You know, father of Gingy. (laughs) The Muffin Man? Yeah. The Muffin Man! To make a monster gingerbread cookie to storm the castle. You know what I really hate? What? That the gingerbread's name is Mongo. That's not good. I don't care for that. Do you care for that? I don't care for that whatsoever. Do you know why I don't care for that? I do. Good. Look it up, guys. Yeah. I'm not saying the word. Yeah, I'm not not cool with that at all. The shot, the far off shot of the bakery... It's alive! Like, guys, when we say a monster-sized cookie, I mean Godzilla. Yeah. Like, this is insane. The seething power that Gingy himself (laughs) is getting from being in command of this giant version of himself. (laughs) It's kind of funny. It's hilarious. (laughs) This manic joy he's getting out of it. 
Meanwhile, at the wedding ball, the first dance is supposed to be happening, and the fairy godmothers start singing a piano ballad version of I Need a Hero. Jennifer Saunders, go off! The red sequin dress? I cannot! C minor, put it in C minor. <laughs> Since when do you dance? Oh, Fiona, my dearest, if there's one thing I know, it's that love is full of surprises. Late at night, I toss and I turn and I dream of what I need. Hit it! <laughs> This is the superior cover of this song. Oh, it really is. They should uh, they should withdraw all other releases of this song. <laughs> it's they're not necessary. <laughs> Just this version of Jennifer Saunders for Shrek 2. Did she know? I don't The way she would change how this song is listened to and received? I don't think she did. Like, this is the best part of the movie. It really is. This whole fight montage with Shrek and Donkey and Puss in Boots storming the castle with the giant cookie and like all set to Jennifer Saunders just tearing it up. I love all of the fighting. I love how they basically have to turn their their battlements into an espresso machine in order to soften the cookie parts of Mongo. <laughs> so he's not like, yeah. When they set one of his gumdrop buttons on fire? Not the gumdrop button! Okay, when the, they barely make it into the castle, right? All through a crushing cookie bridge. <laughs> yeah. And the rest of Mongo breaks away from his arms and falls back into the moat surrounding <laughs> the castle, and Jinji jumps after him? <laughs> And his face is sinking into the water, and Jinji is losing his mind with grief. Come on! Ah! No, no! <laughs> when he gets swept up by Puss in Boots' sword, he's like, he needs me! Mongo! <laughs> Unhinged behavior. And right as Charming is about to kiss Fiona at the end of the song, Shrek bursts in there. Hey, you! Back away from my wife. Shrek? When Shrek says, hey, you, back away from my wife. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> hey. Stop it. <laughs> and yes, there is this struggle for the fairy godmother's wand. Yeah, because she's going to try and stop them. And, like, she turns to Charming in a panic and goes, she's taking the potion. Kiss her now. For a second, something's worked. Yeah, because Fiona's like, her face lights up, and she grabs Charming by his sweet angel cut face, and then headbutts him! <laughs> oh! It's the 
the best. <laughs> Nobody wins in a headbutt except Fiona. Harold, you were supposed to give her the potion. Well, I guess I gave her the wrong tea. Um, this this is enough for FGM. Oh yeah, she's she's done. The prince throws her the wand, and she fires a spell at Shrek and Fiona. And Harold, who again, who I don't know if we mentioned this, but Harold's wearing like armor, yeah, like ceremonial armor, mm-hmm. and he jumps in front of Shrek and Fiona. Mummy, mummy. Ah. I told you ogres don't live happily ever after! And the spell rebounds and hits the fairy godmother, and she just disintegrates into bubbles. Yeah, turns her evil ass into bubbles. I wrote, Harold sacrifices himself as he should. That was the only outcome I was going to accept. (laughs) (laughs) There's those few moments where they all think he's dead. Because it doesn't kill Harold. It just returns Harold to his original form. Because if there's no fairy godmother... There's no spell to keep him as he is. That's right. Remember, she said, I helped you with your happily ever after, and I can take it away. Ross, tell the kids at home what Harold's, uh, just, just tell the kids. Okay, so the fairy godmother, when, when Harold was young, turned him, an actual frog, into a handsome prince. Yes, she did. Who would become the king of far, far away. Mm-hmm. And I love that Harold... Dad? I'd hoped you'd never see me like this. And he gave you a hard time. Donkey. No, no, he's right. I'm sorry. To both of you. I only wanted what was best for Fiona. But I can see now. She already has it. Like, I didn't realize until this time that he's always been a frog on the inside. Like, I thought that this... Right? I thought she purposefully turned him into a frog. No, he was the real poser the whole time. Yeah, and like when her, when she disappeared, her magic died. Yeah. And he just reverted to a frog. Exactly, but the curse rebounded off his armor and killed her instead. Yeah, wow. I know, very intricate, right? <laughs> yeah, there's and, a lot going on there. And, like, I love that he still gets to have a tiny crown. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> Gavin also said that. He's like, I love the frog-sized crown and goatee. And, like, he's much cuter as a frog. He really is. I like him a hundred times more now that he's a frog. And you know what? Lillian doesn't care one little bit. Yeah, and he's like, oh, I always wanted to be the man that you deserved. And she's like, you are more that man today than you literally ever have been. And I'm like, oh, but he's a frog. (laughs) And guess what, guys? It's midnight. Oh, yeah. It is midnight o'clock. And, like, Shrek grabs Fiona's hands and asks her, like, do you want to stay like this? Do you want to stay hot? (laughs) He's like, do you want to be hot forever? (laughs) Kiss me! I want what any princess wants. To live happily ever after. (sighs) With the ogre I married. 
You are wrist flapping. And the music and the bells and the lifting oh, yeah. up into the sky. They start transforming and it's musical and wonderful just like it was the last time, right? I love that Shrek is magically back in his ogre clothes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even it's... though she is still in the dress she was wearing. I do feel bad for Donkey, though. Donkey wanted to stay a stallion. Yeah, I know. He was not okay. He was he was not on board with this. He wanted to be a steed. And so we all love each other for who we are again. Yeah, it's nice. And what does Puss say? Isn't we supposed to be having a fiesta? Uno, dos, cuatro, hit it! Puss and Donkey, y'all. She's in superstitions, black cats and voodoo dolls. I feel a premonition, that girl's gonna make me fall. Not Puss and Donkey, (laughs) y'all. Not singing Livin' La Vida Loca. (laughs) I love it, though. I love that song, number one, and it's just the fact that Antonio Banderas and Eddie Murphy have discography credits together. It's amazing. (laughs) It's absolutely amazing. The world is wild and wide. (laughs) We're having a great old party. And yeah, yeah, there it is. It's it's there it is. It's it, at an end. It's just like the last one. We end on a big music party. It, <gasps> Wait. No. I know, I know. We have to talk about it. We have to talk about we it. We have to talk about the post-credit scene. There is a post-credit scene. P.S. <laughs> um, there is a sequence where we are after the party and they're trying to get cleaned up. And who comes flying in? But Dragon. But wait. Dragon, who we haven't seen the whole movie. Remember, Donkey had been avoiding her because she'd been moody, right? Yeah. Oh, boy, here we go. Dragon's got six, seven, eight other entities with her. (laughs) Entities? That are tiny donkeys with wings. They're children! She's been carrying their children (laughs) this whole movie, and that's why she ain't been around. (laughs) Oh, my God. These little mutant donkeys with wings. He abandoned her pregnant. (laughs) To go on an adventure with Shrek and Fiona. I don't think he knew she was with Dragon or with Donkey or with Donkey Dragon, however you would say that. Are we going to discuss how this is possible? (laughs) Do you really want me to? No. After the Shrek green ketchup comments, do you really want to have this conversation? We can have it. We'll save it for the outtakes. (laughs) All right, guys, you have to go to Patreon and pay $5 if you want to hear us have this conversation. (laughs) Okay. Oh, my God. I should have stayed, but Shrek had this thing he had to do in a... What? Say that one more time. What are you talking about? Are you serious? (gasps) (laughs) 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 Look at our little mutant baby. I got to get a job. There you have it, folks. Literally the best sequel of all time. (laughs) It's so great. It's just so much fun. And I think the reason that you and I love it so much is the references just keep coming. Oh, no, yeah. You know what I mean? We are the people they put those in there for. This is a pop culture movie if there ever was one. It really is. You know what I mean? All of the amazing music, all of the amazing artists involved with the music. I just love that Joan Rivers and Larry King are here. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yes! We have, we have our, of course, our fan favorites. The gang is still here from the first one. We get new people. And guess what, guys? There's a Shrek the Third. 
Yes, there is. And if you're real nice to us, mm-hmm. I'm kidding. No. <laughs> no. Maybe if you go over to Patreon and subscribe to us no. at the Little Onion Tier. Yes, the Little Onion Tier, affectionately named after our listeners, affectionately named after <laughs> our Little Onions, affectionately named after Shrek. Yes. And so, yeah, maybe if uh, maybe if you subscribe to us on the Patreon, guys, may- I promise you, we're not going to make you pay for Shrek the Third. <laughs> that will be free. Yeah, but- that will be free when and if we decide to cover it. <laughs> Maybe if we get enough patrons, I could be persuaded. And by the way, guys, if it hasn't happened already, I haven't checked the website today, but I think we're almost at 10,000 downloads. Yeah, we have got some plush digs, aren't we? You know, like... You know, this is already shaping up to be a good year. I'm not going to jinx it. No. All I'm saying is, is that we've got a Patreon launched. We got moved down to this end of the basement. It's not at all how it needs to be, but we will get there. We are on our way, right? We'll get there. We'll get there. We will. It will. It'll happen. I believe in us. (laughs) Don't you believe in us? I do. Okay. All right, guys, next time you hear us, it's going to be Valentine's Day. It will be Valentine's Day next Monday. Yes, absolutely. And, like, you notice how we're not really doing a lot of uh, rom-coms this month because Ross hates them. And you know how our wheelhouse really is in musicals? (laughs) It's going to be a science fiction Valentine's Day. I'm so excited. Folks, please join us next week when we will be covering the 1986 film adaptation of the stage musical love story science fiction whatever a thon <laughs> Little Shop of Horrors Little Shop Little Shop of Horrors Oh my god I'm so ready Oh my god Oh my god Levy Stubbs Rick Moranis <gasps> Steve Martin and Bill Murray for no reason. <laughs> oh my god! We are gonna unpack the hell out of that. It's got everything we love. Jim Henson. Music. It's got <laughs> Frank Oz. It's got Frank Oz. It's got 80s. <laughs> so look out for that next week, guys. In the meantime, you can go follow us on Twitter at Kick and Stream. K-I-C-K-N-S-T-R-E-A-M. You can write the show at Kicking and Streaming Podcast at gmail.com. That's with an and, not an ampersand. Remember, folks, be practicing the three R's. Rate review. Retweet. Great review, retweet, folks. We want everyone to come and join our little watch party. More quality content coming to you from kicking and streaming. Until then, I'm Carrie. I'm Ross. And as always, sorry, sorry mom. mom. Gossip news, gossip news, gossip news.